This is your announcer, Chuck Landington. Welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. Greg Weeks is on the show tonight to talk about his new band Sexless Marriage. Sexless Marriage is also what Rob and Sid had back when they were roommates. Except for the sexless part. Hubba hubba. Hubba rubba. The Metal Injection Livecast starts now. Welcome to the Livecast. Our marriage was very sexless, by the way, Chuck Blandington. Oh. I was, I was going to ask for a follow-up on that. So, like, you basically had the personality of an old married couple, but still yes. fucked. Yeah. No. Yeah. Still went to the bone zone. Yeah, the, Rob uh, was asleep, but yeah. The, the only, uh, we just saw a lot of our back hair. That's that's about as far as we got. Welcome to the Metal Injection Livecast. Thank you for tuning in. Rob here with Darren, Sid, and Noah. Looking uh, looking great, Noah. I love your new hairstyle. Thank your new, you. Looking very anime. And, very, uh, very ghost in the shell. And you might You're be ready to go to a Power Man 5000 concert. <laughs> <laughs> you might be asking yourself, how do we know what we look like? It's because we do a video version of the show, which you can get access to by joining our Patreon. You can see how great my hair looks today. I'm having a very good hair day. It does look nice. Patreon.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. That's the website. At five bucks a month, you get access to all of our video episodes. Every episode we do, we have a video version now. And every month we've been doing at least two bonus episodes. Oh, there's a dog. It's Avi the dog disappearing into the background. But anyway, uh, so we have two bonus episodes this month. The top of the month, we have a bonus episode that I've wanted to do for a very, very long time, which is Kurt and Courtney. We do a watch along of the late 90s documentary. It's a terrible documentary, and we have a great time shooting on it. Highly recommend you check it out. Uh, in the past, we've reviewed the Danzig movie, uh, Motley Crue's The Dirt. We have a whole episode where we just play Mike Francesa clips and just shit on him and it's unbelievably hilarious. Uh, lots of great stuff. We did a draft where we each cast live cast the movie and uh, we also did a music draft where we all uh, picked our fantasy bands. Tons of great episodes in the archives. We hope you can check them out. Patreon.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. And I want to say we are live Tuesday nights. It's 6 p.m. Eastern. That's our time right now. We might change it to our time but that's what we're sticking to. And six o'clock Eastern. Six o'clock Eastern, yes. And I do want to mention this is episode 597, and we are three episodes away from episode 600. Ooh. Episode 600 is going to be on Tuesday, December 29th. And we want you to be a part of the episode. We're going to have an open Zoom bomb. That means we're going to have a, a Zoom link that we're going to post on our socials and my livecast on Twitter, Metal Injection Livecast on Facebook and Instagram. We're going to post our Zoom link and you can come and just bomb our show live. We're going to let anybody in to disrupt the show, say what you want to say, plug your band, do what you need to do. We're going to talk well, to you. Don't do everything within reason. You do. Yeah. yeah. Within reason. We're going to kick you off if you're annoying. That's we don't want to see your balls. Or your, oh, yeah. yeah your Absolutely. Yeah. No tubins. Uh, and, and we want to see you. So that's in three weeks on our 600th episode. Please, if you've ever listened to the show, we'd love to see you. Or we don't have to see you. We can just hear you. Or whatever computer robot you have speaking for you. I don't know. Just 
be a part of the show. We'd love it. Just text us. It's fine too. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, or you Rob, can send Rob us an email. Number. Yeah. You can Again. do a hate, hate mail at metalinjection.net. You could you can email us. Well, anyway, but let's talk about this week. We have a very special guest, and I want to bring him on right now. Ooh. Here he is. He is one of the world's greatest men. It's Greg Weeks. Yes. Hello, Greg. Unmute him. Uh, we're going to ask to unmute you. Please unmute yourself. So there you go. And guys. Choice. <laughs> What's Hi, up, Greg. dude? Hi, gang. Hi. <laughs> I like that your, uh, your uh, phone, for some reason... Uh, is displaying you sideways. <laughs> Don't call it out. It's his creative choice. This is how I live my life, guys. I just want to let you know. <laughs> well, I just want to say it's so great to finally have you back on the Metal Injection Livecast. Yes. It's oh oh, oh whoa whoa! Oh. I was like half hoping you'd just leave it sideways <laughs> for the whole interview. Now I have to arrange my phone so I can actually balance. Oh, freaking a! Yeah, <laughs> that's why you're one of the greatest men. Thank you. It's great to meet you too, Rob. Um, <laughs> really excited no, that. Oh, what? We've known each other for like 15 years now, 17 years maybe. Mm. No, no, <laughs> doesn't ring a bell. It's been a while. I, I did learn last week though that you might have some uh, discoloration in your nether regions. Is that true? <laughs> oh no, it's purple. It's purple. Okay. Sure. I got a guy for that if you need if you need to take care of that, buddy. But wow. it's good to be back. It's good to see you. Good to see everybody. How y'all doing? Great. Good. Fine. Uh, I, I want to mention, of course. Fine. <laughs> you have a new project. It's called Sexless Marriage. Uh, <laughs> yeah. With uh, uh, your buddy Gunface and a few other folks. It's some nice hardcore punk and the, the album is out now sexlessmarriage.bandcamp.com we link it on the episode page definitely thank you out. yes and just in case uh, people are listening to you very closely it's actually not sexless marriage with gun face it's actually just the it's sexless marriage and then you mentioned also he's also in it in case anybody right our marriage is very sexy so you don't have to bring that into it thank you <laughs> And so uh, whose band is Sexless Marriage? Is this your band, so to speak? Well, whose band isn't Sexless Marriage, really? I oh. mean, if you want to think about it. Is uh, it my band? It's your, you're in the band. Wow. Yeah, it is your band. <laughs> uh, no, it's kind of a, a project that started with me and the singer of the band, Mike Morowitz. Um, he had moved from Austin back to Boston and we were at a get together and I asked his wife, he's in, was in a bunch of bands like uh, the roller and weak flesh in Austin, the great bands. And I was talking to his wife and I said, does he miss playing shows? And she looked at me and she was just like, you should start something with him. He's Wait, losing his I have mind. A, did he, did he know that you're just talking to his wife without him there? Oh, like, isn't that cool. No, he was there. We had, we had also never met like you and I, and <laughs> I just started, that's what I do at parties. You know me. I'm like, oh, I Hey, I wonder if she's single. And I just walk over and start talking <laughs> and they start talking about their husbands and boyfriends. And I just go boring. I mean, you know how it is. That's where you got the idea for the band name. There's exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, 
but she said you should start something. And I had this project that I wanted to do. Uh, I was going to call it Jesus Christ, all capitals with three exclamation points. And then uh, Morowitz <laughs> later told me that uh, there might be like a uh, white nationalist band with the same name. <laughs> and, uh, and although, the three, you know, the three exclamation points too. See, that's the thing. They didn't have those, but I felt like our messages were so closely related. I didn't want to have another band <laughs> called that. Um, so what we did then was uh, we grabbed uh, Bev who plays drums in two of my other bands. And I think, who came next? Who knows? Oh, uh, our friend Chris Johnson. He uh, uh, clearly the most famous of all of us. He's in a band called Deaf Heaven. So, you know, it's that's pretty big. That's big time when you can get uh, a fish like that. So we reeled him in with promises wow. of money and fame, and that didn't work. Um, <laughs> that hasn't happened yet, I should say. Uh, and then but I think we'll Mike and after I after this show after yeah. your appearance on this show. Where are the tickets of the big time? Oh, well, yeah, that's the, the <laughs> this that's is going to be gigantic. That is 100% why I'm here. Yeah. Uh, and I thank you guys so much for letting me on the show to, to promote this, this project, which I'm assuming is just going to be uh, Grammy nominated, Oscar nominated, um, Tony nominated, any of them. <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. <laughs> Emmy? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, and Golden Globe. Emmy? Oh yeah. This is the best acting I've done all day. So <laughs> the so then I think at one point Mike heard it or I talked to him and in, in, in anything that we've done together, we're in I think every band we've ever been in is with each other. One person goes, Hey, do you want to do this? And the other person goes, Why not? And then we end up in bands together. Right. So like in this band, you're playing guitar and he's playing the bass to switch yes. from the red chord. <laughs> he had right. just done what the hell was he was working on something where he was playing bass or he was doing demos for our other band, Umber Vitae. And I think he was playing bass on those demos or something. He's like, bass is fun. And then he heard this and he was like, I want to play bass on that. And I was like, of course, why not? Yeah. And we had a mom to talk about Umber Vitae. I really like that album as well. How do you just, how do you like, Hey, now we're going to do this kind of band. Now we're going to do a hardcore punk band. How do you know? Well, well, first off, thank thank you very much for the compliment on the Umber Vitae record. Thank you very much. Um, what we do is, you know, man, it's like whatever's flowing. Uh, with this band, I always wanted to do a band where it was super short songs that sounded like kind of Black Flag or Motorhead. Yeah, no one's done and, that before. Because <laughs> oh, wow. I was like, I want to be super original and really <laughs> pick two bands that people don't really know about, merge them together. <laughs> and but do them short you know i don't okay. need this this ballad stuff you know what i'm talking about yeah, you don't want to overstay right. your welcome and two yeah, band and style right. two band styles that have never been merged either by the way exactly yes. and i wanted to be as original as i could be with this band so <clears throat> i chose those two specific bands <laughs> so much so i there's got to be at least three actual black flag riffs on the record which make it way easier to write a record if you if you're that oh. on the nose yeah, like why relegate sampling just to hip hop? It could be in hardcore punk yeah. as well. Yeah, but I'm actually playing it, so it's not technically sampling. I guess it's just stealing, which I think is legal. I think you can't sample. I think Either as way. long as you do it with a different guitar than the one used in the original version, then it's fine. Oh shit! Uh, okay, well, I can no, re-record I, this. Yeah, 
we went so authentic. We got all the equipment that was used in all those records. So that <laughs> could be a problem. It could be a problem. Just get a cheap Epiphone. Just crank it out. Yeah. Redo it. It didn't take long. We actually did the whole record in a day. So. Wow. <laughs> it's the benefit. And you can't tell listening to it. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Yeah, I would say when I listened to it, I was like, oh, they must have taken like three hours recording this. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely would have thought a day. Yeah, we strung it out. We rented the studio for the whole day. We used it, okay? It no, was mostly a, for eating snacks, right? A hundred percent. There were a lot of donuts eaten that day, I'll tell you. Yeah, we didn't record for the whole day. We just kind of hung out and milled around. By the end of the day, they were like the people at the buffet kicking you out after you go back for eighth. It's like enough donuts already. Come on. Yeah. It's like, move please get out of here. And we said to those people who were just randomly eating donuts, why don't you be on a record? Come on in. And it was unbelievable. <laughs> it, was, it was freaking great. Now, uh, what kind of donuts are we talking here? <laughs> well, obviously Boston cream. You can't, I mean, when in Rome. Um, or Boston. Roman, Roman cream. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Greek salad donut. That was a good one. <laughs> and then tuna fish sandwich donut. Ooh. Oh, exotic. All great. And all heated up in the microwave, ready to go. Unbelievable, guys. <laughs> oven fresh. Yeah. It, it is oven fresh. So, I mean, obviously, COVID uh, uh, What's that? ruined everything. <laughs> I want to say something oh, quickly because you, because you were in one of our videos about 15 years ago. We did a thing where uh, it was like the Ghosts of Christmas Past type. Of oh thing. my God! Yes. And in the end of that episode, uh, towards the end, um, you know, it's the future, and you're the Ghost of Christmas Future, and Rob asks you, "How did humanity die?" And you just go, "Bird flu." And I, I can't <laughs> help but yes, we we predicted. <laughs> This. Oh my God! You're right. That we're living. In. Man, I don't even. I mean, I remember almost all of my appearances with you guys, but I don't even. Remember. That's incredible. Well, look at us. Well, I, I'll let me give you some context for that. You were on tour with Guar, and I believe Municipal Waste. And, oh, the best tour uh, ever. And originally, I believe the Ghost of Christmas Future was going to be Odorous Urungus, uh, the late great, and. Um, I don't remember what it was. Maybe he had another. There was some scheduling issue or we couldn't get him in the outfit during the time that we needed to shoot or something like that. I don't know. So we just didn't have access to Odorous the last minute. We were like, uh, Greg, would you do this for us? <laughs> and you're like, yeah, okay. And we're like, all right, you got to say this. And you're like, okay. <laughs> I want to pull and it I up. I did it. You did, it. you did a great parakeet. job. Uh, and I do have to say that of everything I've done in my uh, career, if you could call it that, I am most known for the videos that I've done with you guys. I've got people who have never heard my music and say, you know, a friend of a friend showed them a video of me irritating people. And I was like, well, that's kind of <laughs> what I do. Because a lot of people don't don't know this. Before you were a live cast, you guys are, were actually a website. And people yes. could go there. <laughs> We're and still get information. Yeah. Really? I went there the other day and um, it just basically gave me a link to uh, Dave Mustaine's Wikipedia. So I wasn't sure what was <laughs> still offer. Just give you a link to Lamb Goat. That's what you yeah, do. So, yeah. Redirect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, great, man. great point. But it's true. 
Oh, did you cue it up? Is that it? I did. I did. I cued it up. <laughs> That's like the beginning of the whole video. He has to scan to your part. <laughs> Hello. Here's the, it's our Antichrist special. Mm-hmm. But, oh, uh, I get it. Now we're going to play the whole thing. There it is. Thing you, passed you. It. you passed there it. There we go. Here we go. So it's the end of the video. Another one. <laughs> look at you. You look great. <laughs> Greg from the Red Court. Yep. How did you end up being a ghost? Bird flu. Oh, I mean, is this really all necessary? I get it. I mean, once I saw Noah's a mime, I was pretty scared. Bro, contract says three ghosts, so you're getting three ghosts. Look at these lines you're nailing. <laughs> told you, Emmy, told you. I'm supposed to be the ghost of metal future. But thanks to you, now there is no future of metal. Dude, you're posting on Metal Injection about Twisted Sister's new god-awful Christmas record has set this planet in an uproar. It sold millions of copies thanks to the middle-aged mullet-headed rejects who are reliving their childhood from the 80s. How many takes did this later, actually take me? That was a few takes, I remember. Yeah, I guess. There was a bit of a cut. I don't know if you noticed. <laughs> I thought that was all improvised. That's a no. No, you have to pay it's me extra for improvisation. <laughs> <laughs> like this, like this show. Yeah, it's exactly like this. We're begging you so much for this. That's Holy why you no. just ripped off Black Flag on the new album, because if you had improvised, it would have cost the rest of the band more. It would have cost everybody money to be on that bad boy. <laughs> look, look at that expressive face on Rob right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's my favorite line. Do it! Twisted Sister sucks my ass! No! I'm serious! Go! <laughs> That's incredible. Oh, my old bed sheets. Now. Uh, oh, so if they could talk. <laughs> they would say exactly what's happening on the screen. <laughs> they say, get off me, Rob. Somebody fuck on me, please, finally. Please put me in the wash. Clean, clean all the McDonald's wrappers from under me. Uh, How do you expect oh to get God. a broad over here with all these McDonald's wrappers? Freaking great. Why didn't we ever have a spinoff of that? You and I just walking around uh, acting poorly. <laughs> oh, that was nothing like happened. what I just saw. <laughs> By the way, Twisted Sister Rules. I don't know. You must have wrote those lines. <laughs> well, their Christmas album, though. Have you heard that? Oh, no, I don't know. Come on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Why so would they do that? Money. Well, that uh, just makes sense. Or maybe they love Christmas. Yeah, well, like with Halford, he has uh, now two Christmas albums, and he says he just genuinely loves Christmas, and he's a singer, and he loves singing those tunes. <laughs> he's a singer, and he loves singing those tunes. <laughs> they're, they're singing tunes. Uh, I wish he actually said that. I'm a singer and I love singing those tunes. So, just makes sense. He said something to that effect in his book. Oh, God. I love him. That's all I got. Oh, last week you guys were talking about um, what the hell is it when you can can give someone money to wish you a happy birthday? Cameo. Cameo, yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. One time I did. I've only kind of gone down that rabbit hole once, but. Oh. If you, um, <clears throat> uh, Mark McGrath's cameos are incredible. I don't think we from Sugar Ray. Not rabbit hole. Yeah. Well, I think we did. Uh, he got, he went viral once because, uh, he like broke up with somebody over cameo. 
Like somebody paid him to break up with somebody else over Cameo. Oh, you mean he didn't pay himself to break up with his girlfriend <laughs> over Cameo? <laughs> did we did we not uh, uh, play this on the show? I can't remember. Okay, well let let, let me uh, let me quickly load that up. Load it up, and his sign off it, it just crushes. Sugar Ray off the charts, but always in your hearts. And this yeah. cameo was booked. By the way, he is a DJ. He's a DJ on Sirius XM 90s on nine. And oh man, it's brutal. His you get paid for that read. Oh no, you're saying it's his, brutal. His like <laughs> we, I being a former Sirius XM DJ myself, I've discussed how you constantly get these bulletins of like, do not say these hacky lines. Like here are phrases you want to avoid saying, like top of the hour or right back at you or whatever. You know, like all these cliche lines. He says all of those things in every break. Keep it locked here on Sirius. Yes. They don't send that kind of email to like the celebrity talent. Yeah. Right. Of course. He's sugar eggers like you. Yeah. It's true. It's true. I thought you were going to say being a former Sugar Ray fan, but apparently that means are you a current Sugar Ray fan? Where do you land, <laughs> Rob? Uh, I wouldn't consider myself a fan. No. Okay. Casual listener. I got you. Keep going. We're good. <laughs> yeah. I, I would go with casual listener. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's acceptable. I wouldn't turn it off, but I'm not seeking it out. By Cheyenne. Oh, she wants you to know a few things. And this is a little difficult for me to say because it's the first one of these I've done. But she wants you to know that you mean a lot to her. You mean the world to her. But she's having difficulty staying in this long distance relationship. <laughs> You know, it's tough. I love I've been it. on the road for years, and I've been with my wife a long time. And the, the my wife arguments, <laughs> the biggest, you know, obstacles in our relationships is the distance is between lit. us. It makes it very <laughs> difficult when we're on the road, um, and it's hard. So Cheyenne is trying to let you know, Braden, that it's very, very tough for her to stay in this relationship. She still cares about you a lot. You never know what the future may hold. What a mensch. And she still wants to be friends <laughs> with you because obviously she cares about you very, very much. And she wants you to know, good luck on your thesis coming up. Probably not the best timing, Cheyenne, when he's oh. doing his thesis, but I understand. You know, you got to work on your thesis and life goes on. And he um, made money on this. You know, I'm sure yeah. there's big things ahead of you in the Ugh. future, Braden. But Cheyenne cares about you enough to let you know that she's thinking about you. But the long distance thing is just a little difficult for her. Those bleach tips and ain't free. I'll tell you that. <laughs> she wants you to be friends. And she knows that. What's um, the turnaround time on these videos? Ray, which I'm honored. Like seven days, I believe. So there was a full week where Ooh. she sent this out. And knew that her boyfriend was going to get this, but she was still pretending to like just be in a normal relationship with him, waiting for this video to arrive. Oh, and he's working that on is... his thesis. Oh, yeah, it's fucked up. God, stressful damn. time. And this clown pops up with his weird <laughs> plastic face and bleach tips, and he's telling you, "I'm surprised he didn't offer to, you know." Sorry, now I'm dating her or try to get her involved. I don't know. This guy is out of hand. I love him. He's the great. most fucked up thing is Braden is a fan of Sugar Ray Leonard, the boxer. So this is like a complete non sequitur breakup to him. Made it even he worse. doesn't understand. Who is this, bo this white Botox face video that you sent me? What is yeah. Tommy Morrison breaking up with me? That's the wrong boxer, too. What is this? It looks like the, the, uh, the puppet from Saw. 
looks like a human being, even. <laughs> you know, oh, he's man. a pretty reasonable $90 for a cameo. Like, we could get a Mark McGrath cameo if we wanted. How come you guys aren't doing a cameo? Charge a hundred bucks, you each get twenty-five bucks, and you break up with people. You wish them happy birthdays. I'd do that for free. Yeah, I love this. But if they want to pay, <laughs> are you are you on cameo, Greg? Am I? On, <laughs> I could barely get this phone to work to uh, to tune it to you guys. I mean, I do them at my house, just in a room alone. I wish people happy birthdays, and I break up with people, but I'm not getting paid for it. Your wife <laughs> walks into the room like, "Who are you talking to? What's going on?" Yeah, my just roommate. Yeah, she walks in. Just record a cameo for every possible name. Be like, Kevin, I'm sorry, your parakeet yeah. died, and just hope that it becomes valid at someday. Uh, Jimmy, great job on ordering that sub. Your friend Susan wanted to let you know. That's a great hoagie, bro. Just shit like that. I do it all day long. It's great. And, then, and then the day comes and you go into the uh, Jimmy and Susan folder and it's yeah, there. Yeah. You got it. He makes 90, bu- 90 bucks on that? Yeah. Have I bet I can make five them? bucks. Five bucks a pop, right? Yeah. Jeez. Well, look, I'm looking out. Uh, John Don- Donny is from Shadows Fall and Anthrax. Ten bucks, so very reasonable. Oh, very reasonable. But then Redman, a hundred and twenty bucks. It's a lot of money. Nick Lachey, two hundred fifty dollars. Get out of here! Oh, come on, boo. Then if if they make it too cheap, it'll just be a lot of work. Wait, you, Rob, were you saying Nick Lachey was too much or too not charging enough? Nick Lachey is too much. Oh, okay. Just checking. I don't know. Maybe you got a high esteem for Nick Lachey. I don't know. <laughs> Greg, let me pitch you this idea. You said before you know you don't have much issue uh, stealing Black Flag's music. Why don't you just go on there and say you're Henry Rollins? You charge oh, like 500 bucks for a Henry Rollins cameo. That's a great idea. I'll just have inspiring messages and just yell at the person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be incredible. I think it worked. I yeah, I, I can make it work. I can make it last for a while. I think. Yeah. Oh. Diff, different yeah. eras of Henry, like Black Flag Henry, Rollins Band Henry, like old Henry. Spoken word Henry. You should be yeah, 19, spoken word. Nineteen ninety two Henry, where you say inspiring messages, but yell at them in a tone that makes them feel like shit. Yeah. Yes, and only wear black uh, sports shorts. <laughs> yeah. That's it. And Birkenstocks. Wouldn't mind at all. <laughs> He'd probably pay you to do one of himself. Yeah, he should work something. We got partnership out here, and he doesn't feel like doing his cameos. It's like Gallagher like had like other Gallagher's touring. You could be like one of Henry Rollins's Gallagher's. That's right. Wait, I could you be could, Henry Rollins too. You could be Henry Gallagher and just yell at people while you split watermelons open on cameo. <laughs> <laughs> I'll yell at them to put on a raincoat first. <laughs> <laughs> So, but what I was getting at before is, uh, like, other than COVID, like, like, what's going on in the life of Greg Weeks? How do you keep yourself busy now that you're not an active touring musician? Besides the cameo, um, <laughs> it's funny. Did we start this discussion about a half hour ago? I can't even speak. I'm so excited. Uh, <laughs> yeah, COVID's here, guys. It's out of control. Uh, people think it's real. People don't think it's real. Everyone's having a blast. Numbers are going up. <laughs> Let's do this. Let's have Thanksgiving. Let's have Christmas. Let's gather close together. Uh, I love this. This is great. Communal, communal eggnog trough. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> dude, dip and sip, bro. Dip and sip. 
One cup, baby. Um, what the hell have I been doing? Just working on uh, making records for every real band I have. I think I have about, about 20 joke bands. And the problem is that I, sometimes I take those more seriously than I do the real bands. And so no one will ever hear them, but probably me and Mike. And uh, that's where I spend most of my time. But every now and again, we get together, we can actually create um, a real band. So let's say... And in any given day, about 20 hours goes towards joke bands, an hour towards uh, real bands, and then three hours towards just taking walks around my neighborhood. You know, man? Got I need walk. me time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What have you guys been up to? <laughs> well, hold on. What are some of your joke bands? Well, what are some of the band names here? Uh, oh, a couple I don't want to say. But we do have... Um, I can't say like a lot of them just cause, uh, you know, I, because they're basically every joke band I'm in is the name and address of somebody that we know. And I don't want to reveal any of their information, like phone numbers, social security numbers. It's, you know how, um, rivers from Weezer has an Excel spreadsheet on how he writes songs. So they don't mean anything to him. We kind of came up with an idea where if we make a spreadsheet of all of our friends, uh, passcodes, for, you know, banking accounts, firstborn names, uh, pictures of their children and everything. It'll be easier for us to remember what songs go to watch joke band. But um, so I can't reveal any of that information. I can respect that. Yeah. Like you guys get it. Yeah. 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 You're not dickheads. You guys like get what we're talking about here. I have a spreadsheet with pictures of all of Rob's kids. So I know what that's like. Oh, so you have a picture of that sheet that he was talking about before? (laughs) (laughs) Nice burn. He actually does. (laughs) (laughs) They used to live together. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. What was that like? (laughs) (laughs) Lots of taking walks around my neighborhood. Nice. I like that. Lots of battling on who would go to the 7-Eleven to get munchies late at night. (laughs) Oh, this is fantastic. Quite often, I Rob's mom or dad would come over to clean the apartment up. <laughs> uh <laughs> Quite often. It happened like twice. That, that's two times more than it should have if we were self-respecting adults. I just, on that note, I remember we shot something. We shot a video, like a movie, short film. This Christmas special. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no. We shot another thing about Santa Claus being a drunken drug abuser. Oh, yes. And we had to use the bathtub and the bathtub was like corroded with rust and everything. I just remember Sid's face, like looking at Rob, like how the fuck did you like let them in <laughs> knowing you were going to do a movie and not fix the fucking bathtub? Like what's wrong with you? Hey, yeah. We never cleaned the bathroom. Yeah. We were disgusting. Yeah. Um, well, everyone's disgusting uh, at some point in their life. Am I right? Yeah, it was the first time, uh, it was our first apartment uh, not in our parents' house. And uh, we didn't, like, go away to college or anything. So, you know, we had some growing up to do. When we Mm. moved out, didn't we leave, like, a mountain of garbage behind the couch in the living room? We were just like, ah, the landlord will take care of it whenever they discover this. Well, to be fair, they left us that couch. (laughs) I thought you were going to say they left the garbage. (laughs) It's the same garbage. (laughs) I remember there was like a stack of porno mags that I left. I was like, I'm oh, moving I, in with what? my girlfriend. I can't take these with me. So just under the couch. What a prude <laughs> that girlfriend is. Am I right, guys? 
<laughs> and rumor has it that Rob's parents are actually the ones that came over and cleaned up that trash when you guys left. <laughs> <laughs> they were just part of a service. They weren't coming yeah. over to help him out. They're doing the whole building. <laughs> Rob's not laughing now. Just for the Rob's audio listeners. Get an angry call from his mom. I'm, and dad. I'm smiling. <laughs> has Banny uh, janitorial services? <laughs> Have they, have, since we, you and I stopped living together, Rob, has either of your parents cleaned any of your other apartments? No, they've offered, but oh, they, I have not. No, I was going to say they only just liked Sid. They did, they did it for <laughs> him. They did it for me. As soon as they didn't live together, fuck you. <laughs> but also oh, part of the reason why I don't invite my mother to my apartment, because she will just compulsively start cleaning things and it's like <laughs> sit down like stop it's fine yeah. be a guest it's clean <laughs> but, so know. didn't you yeah. uh bring a, a a lady to the house like while rob was there is that uh am i remembering that story you told us on the show some and i can't remember the details but like rob yes, was he there brought one lady just well, one. not not that it only happened once, but I'm saying there was a story about that. Something I can't. Am I just remembering wrong? I don't. I mean, I don't remember what the specific story you mean. But that wasn't about ladies. Like, Rob was annoyed by the noise. Or oh, something? that's yeah. The walls oh, were very thin. I mean, and yeah. our bedrooms. We shared a wall, <laughs> and his bed was right up against too. <laughs> and this particular lady. lady was very vocal and performative. She was uh, a lady until she got into Sid's bedroom. Oh. Yes. Well, you know what? What I liked about this lady is that she worked. <laughs> she worked at a uh, at a underground abortion clinic, so she would have some really crazy. Not underground, like illegal. I was gonna say we underground, illegal. like like on the basement floor, is what you're saying. Well, I do believe she'd have to. It was it was like a half floor down. But yeah. wasn't there like weren't they doing some stuff like they would do some abortions that weren't legal or something? Well, I like do not remember fifth trimester. I remember or there was something. No. <laughs> yeah, it was like after the the baby was born. They <laughs> yeah, would, uh, they abortion. were just killing babies. Let's yeah. Yeah. dress it up. Is that Bring your two year old in? One time she went into a room after a woman had an abortion and the woman was in there having sex with her boyfriend. Yes, she, yes. That was the, yeah, yes, that was and she was, yes. And, and, uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's illegal. I mean, she it's prefaced, probably she, frowned upon. She prefaced it by saying that, like, you are uh, most likely to, uh, like, most fertile as a woman after giving <laughs> birth or having an abortion. So it's like yeah. she's most at risk for being pregnant again. I heard Rob walk by with his in his drawers, and she tried to perform an abortion on Rob at age twenty-seven. Hey, <laughs> come on, come on, baby! And that's why Rob's so fertile today. <laughs> We're on the street, as she has a more respectable job now. She gives babies COVID, so that's good. <laughs> Whoa! Oh <laughs> Who are we? Babies are we can't about? get COVID. Science, come on. That's true. That was just a joke. You're right. You called me out. <laughs> thank you thank you dr weeks i'm here for you guys i'm here for you well we're talking about all these bands i want to quickly mention next month tribulation will release their new album where the gloom becomes sound via metal blade records it's the band's 
fifth full length, and it indisputably elevates the Swedes to the highest echelons as their most expressive and inventive album to date. You can purchase your copy now at metalblade.com slash tribulation. I'm a big fan of tribulation. I hope you are as well. Craig, do you that at the top of your head? That was unbelievable. Yes, totally. <laughs> that was incredible. Uh, well, now, you know, you your band Sexless Marriage, you put out an album, but I noticed you guys didn't put out a music video yet. Uh, we actually did. Apparently, we didn't promote it that way. <laughs> oh, you did? No, I didn't. It's the research and attention to detail that you guys have on the show, and that's the reason why I keep coming back. <laughs> Rob's parents usually do that, too, but they've been busy. <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> well, uh, yeah. I, you can't even like you. I YouTube sexless marriage. It's just like you know. It you so ex- it's, it's the results you yeah. would expect. It's so funny. It's like it's, if you if you Google it, it's just people talking about how to get through a sexless marriage and how to reconnect, which is what the record's about. I mean, if you look, <laughs> listen to that music, you just want to reconnect with whoever you know you're not feeling connected with. Yeah, I don't see any music video here. Well, the funny thing is, if you Google "sexless marriage band," it's like a bunch of cock rings that lonely guys order. Oh, <laughs> oh that's good. Here we go. There we go. Yeah, that's funny stuff. Oh, there it is. Very innovative. Yeah, a lot of stuff going on, guys. A lot of stuff going on. This is like, um, I feel like I'm in a focus group behind two-way glass, <laughs> two-way mirror. All right. Now, the song is called bizarre. Harp Polisher. Now, please convince yeah. me how that's not a racial slur. Uh, well, I don't think there's any convincing needed. Uh, oh, I thought it was Polisher. <laughs> oh, well, that even makes it more. <laughs> Harp Polisher. Noah, you're looking a little Polisher this week. Uh, yeah. Oh, no. Eat some kielbasa. incredible. <laughs> oh man that's i do like stuff. that the related videos are evergrey and then mel gibson <laughs> and a cure and, for well, sexless there's marriage the, and salvador, the, the and salvador dali on uh, what's my line by the way sorry yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah that video was done by um chariot of the black moth he did two umbra videos 
and uh, he's great. His stuff is wild. Wow. What do his parents call him? Uh, I think his parents parents just call him Chariot. <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason I, I bring this up is because I, I witnessed one of the uh, great music videos of our time, and I wanted to show it to you for inspiration. It's from former Wasp guitarist uh, Chris Holmes. And uh, now, see, I, I, had a, I made a mistake. I wrote that the title of the song is The Devil Made Me Do It. But if you look at the so the YouTube, it's the... Oh, they changed it! Damn it! Uh, <laughs> it was The Devil Make Me Do It before. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, seen, I've seen this video and his other videos a lot because usually Gunface and I get together every other Wednesday and by the time I get to his house, he's got just a back catalog of ridiculous shit to show me. And... Uh, We've watched. I love this video so much. I would not mind watching it again in this focus group. It's going to be unbelievable. <laughs> so we've we've talked about Chris Holmes before. Here is his newest anthem. Yeah, finger. <laughs> yeah, lots of rebellion here. This is what rock and roll is all about, though. Thumbs up, peace signs, middle fingers. Just those two fingers, though. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Don't tell them what to do. Hell no. You wouldn't listen anyway. He's got one finger up for every tooth he has. <laughs> Just speaking sign language. Wait, he loves to drink and drive? Hold on. I love oh to my drink God. It. That's what he's singing, by the way. I perform underground abortions. <laughs> I get my babies COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Hanging out all night. I don't clean up the trash when I move out of an apartment. <laughs> <laughs> I make Rob's parents do that. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like this. I, was say, I will say, that, yeah, it does. That's the, that's the funniest part. Of the, thing. the guy's a good songwriter, just terrible yeah. lyricist. Yeah, he needs yeah. to farm out the lyrics. Lyrics. This hook is so good. It's coming. Oh, I know. It is. <laughs> I laughed so hard when I first saw this. And then for three days, I'm just walking around. The devil made me do it. The devil made me do it. It's the dumbest fucking song. <laughs> It's cruising music. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's music for driving drunk. <laughs> yes, exactly. And hanging out all night. How many things do you think they made him take out of this song and just after? Oh. Fuck, fine. Leave the dr drunk driving in. I can't imagine yeah. what they took out of this is what they left in. <laughs> <laughs> I like to drive when I'm free, basin. No, wait. You got to. <laughs> can we change it to driving? To drunk driving? Okay, fine. <laughs> All right. You can compromise. Wait, wait, wait. Let's do the, the second, second verse here. <laughs> Again, still driving. 
See, he's you showing go. you. He's showing you in case you don't know. Like, who else? Don't, when you drive, don't you just go like? Oh. Yeah, it's so good to look away while you're. <laughs> it's not a. It's not enough to drive normally and then take a sip. Like you have to demonstratively hold the, <laughs> the beer over your mouth and pour it in. Well, this song is does in decline of Western civilization. We know that's how he drinks. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this song is very thematically consistent. I'll give him that. You know, from verse to verse, mm -hmm. he stuck with. The, he picked something he liked, and he stuck with it through the whole song. The devil made him drink and drive. I love it. <laughs> he didn't need much convincing from the devil. No, though. I don't think so. I mean, he looks like a guy that would be so <sighs> hanging out with for a day. So he's not only yeah. drinking, he's then throwing his beers out the window while <laughs> Let's see, what yeah, other drugs? No, sorry. Drug, drug driving's fine, but I kind of stop, uh, I stop the bucket uh, throwing rubbish out the window, buddy. Yeah, okay, no, I'm littering, out. littering is too far. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I can't. He can drive drunk. He could drive into a, a pile of school children. I don't care, but just don't litter, okay? <laughs> it runs with scissors. Too. Yeah, that beer can is not biodegradable. That's right. <laughs> Can you go back? What was he wearing? There looked some funny hat on. Yeah, what was this? I love it. I like to culturally appropriate Russian culture. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I do what I want. <laughs> Again. Dude, he's still drinking that beer. Probably not the same beer. That's an extra. That was right, though. No, you're right. I would hang out with this dude for a day. It would be incredible to watch. It would be yeah, a good day. He always has ice cream. He loves ice cream. It's great. Oh, I love ice cream. And also, the good thing, he's definitely already had corona. Like, oh, God. <laughs> the, first <day laughs> the first day it came out of the lab, he had it. So you're not getting anything. And he survived. Oh, great. <laughs> Nothing's killing this guy. Nothing's killing <laughs> Was that Anvil guy in there for a second? No, I don't think that. Looked like him. Oh, yeah! It's so good. I love it. And I love that he has all this old footage from, like, when he actually looked, you know, like, healthy. <laughs> like, imagine, imagine purposely showing the juxtaposition of what you look like now compared to fucking 30 years ago. Well, it's Why like a... It's a PSA. Like, it, all this shit he's singing about, this is what you look like after you're done. Wow. He doesn't give a fuck. That's what's so cool about him. I do agree. He does not give a fuck. I mean, he's, like, like admitting a crime on air. Like, on air. <laughs> well, it gets even better. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to Axel Rosenberg, Mel Sucks, who pointed out that 10 years ago... In the U.S., he was stripped of his license for too many DUIs. <laughs> oh, so he lives this, baby. He's singing his truth. I mean, come on. Yes. <laughs> you gotta respect a guy like that. Now look at the solo. Good. Are you now reassessing your whole musical outfit? Me? Oh, yeah. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the next 20 years and just get into some hard alcohol and drugs just so I can come back and rip one of these bad boys and you guys can, you know, make fun of it. I think it's going to be great. You mean appreciate it. I mean, appreciate it in your own way. Yeah, in our own way. And then I'm going to do a cameo. 
Didn't we the judge? The yeah. judge stood up and said, so he's now in court. This is fucking killer. <laughs> Wait, what is it? Oh, he was tired of seeing seeing me. I like to annoy jurists. (laughs) This is my my favorite shot of the video. Him and his buddy with a little bit of French ice cream. That was the the judge, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. He was tired of seeing him because they kept threatening him outside the court. (laughs) (laughs) He said to lock him up. Yep. Do they still use Oh, he flipped him off. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm the reason Ruth Bader Ginsburg is dead. You <laughs> <laughs> can see in my face. <laughs> <laughs> I had eight DUI cases elevated to the Supreme Court. <laughs> you can see in me. <laughs> I stood up and I said, I dissent. (laughs) (laughs) No. That's the first thing I think he exaggerated about. (laughs) Ah, Playboy Buddy Rich. Yeah, you can't not sing along to this. This is incredible. <laughs> it's, it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, and I mean, he's had so many great ones. Like, we've talked about them all the time. Did you see he's also uh, putting out a documentary? Have we talked about this? Mean I don't Man. Think so. so, originally, I remember a year ago, uh, he was trying to sell a reality show about him moving to France uh, and living with his manager, his wife, Wifinger, who's French. But clearly nobody cared and he couldn't sell it to anybody. So they now repackaged it. Rob, did he offer it to metal injection? Yeah. Yeah. They wanted too much money. And so (laughs) they repackage it as Mean Man, the story of Chris Holmes. Cleopatra, they also did Veronica, right? Yes. This is the first shot of your trailer, which, by the way, I want to point out, middle finger, man. He's all about flipping off authority, buddy. That jacket rules. And holding his (laughs) puppy like it's a fucking... Duffel bag. What the hell is that? It's not. He looks like a deadbeat dad bringing his kid a toy after like yes. seven years of not being around. Oh my dad, god! Dad, I'm 17. Here's a here's a toy. <laughs> it's alive. <laughs> He's holding it like a stuffed dog. It, it, it's right. I fucking could have made it through there. What the fuck? Definitely drunk right there, right? Like the 100 drunk right there. I've never seen him do it. It's a low, it's a low. That's a judgment call, wasn't it? I want to point out this is the same B-roll as in the video. Yeah. <laughs> They're really just repurposing all their footage. 
He's like that guy that just watches his high school football footage over and over in his Our tone and his parts are a huge part of it. The most metal guy in that band, for sure. Why is he the most metal? And to see these huge men come out on stage, fire everywhere. I mean, we just saw the other up. video, Darren. Wasn't that an explanation? Yeah, but I don't know what the other guys are doing. Oh, even people more drinky, drivey than he is. Everybody's wondering why <laughs> I don't play with water. They just don't write songs about it. Because I haven't got any other publishing. Well, my publishing was taken from me before I ever knew it. Is wearing a Winnie the Pooh shirt? <laughs> the devil made me poo it. <laughs> I love that he said his publishing was, quote, taken from him. Like, he didn't sign a contract signing away all his publishing. He was before he knew he signed it. it. Come on. Give him a break. Just, you know, surviving. No, I'm distracted by your dog phasing in and out of it. I'm sorry. He drinks inside. Noah, hold that dog the way Chris Holmes held his dog. Do it. I don't think she can. It's like 100 pounds. There's the opportunities aren't here for you. Look, it's the same for the hat footage. It is. You're a rock star over here. That's some good footage, though. French guy, right? Serge Tankian. Chris, American. <laughs> American Cup. I'll do my band, my thing. You know, start oh this. And- I was very upset oh, none of my screen. Come my on, what about you? you? I wasn't that in the lower left, your article, I thought? No. Owner of a lonely heart. <laughs> Much better than I. Owner of a broken heart. Love it. Bless his heart. Owner of a drunken car. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to do a watch along episode on this documentary? Is that to. in the offing? We have to. Yeah, we have to find it if it's still uh, being distributed. Uh, <laughs> I love hearing your dog in the background, by the way. Oh, you can hear him? Yes. Whoops. Let me it's lower okay. that mic. Um, and we're talking about christmas music and i wanted to play this track now uh have you ever performed on any christmas albums uh greg uh oddly enough no i've actually never i mean all my friends have all my acquaintances have uh i've never been able to to land that that big fish you know that christmas record where i could get some publishing unlike chris and uh (laughs) you know right off into the sunset so no i haven't no (laughs) Okay, well, you should take heed from uh, former Iced Earth collaborators. Oh, boy. (laughs) Uh, Talking about Matt Barlow and John Schaefer, who who very much is a patriot, by the way, I want to include. He's not a patron on Patreon? He is not a patron. (laughs) He's a patriot. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, so they're kickstarting Winter Nights, uh, a new Christmas uh, album. And I want to play some. This is for Noah here. Noah's a fan this of this. This is my early Christmas gift. Ugh. I, already, <laughs> I already hate it. Make it a little louder, please. Silent night. Next. Oh. This is metal. I think I know this song. Wow. I just thought that was like, what is with like, why is he like cry? Like, 
Do we really need a lyric video for this song that's been out for 1800 years? Fast forward a little and play the guitars kick in. Very bold of you to assume there's guitars. Is this what it kicks in? Oh. Oh, no. Hallelujah. It's a Latin way, Rob. Where's the breakdown? I'd like to hear, okay. I want to hear Deicide cover this. <laughs> Great app. Great app. Jesus. 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 All right, let's hear let's hear we oh, another one. Right. Wait, so what are they kickstarting songs? Well, I guess there's two of the six, I guess. They need they need a guy to do a uh, a video for it. They can't do that. Just use Chris Holmes footage. <laughs> Silent night. And during Corona, every song should have Chris Holmes footage. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, 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 again with the slow. Schaefer Bar Slow Project. Oh. I, I blame David Raymond. Yeah, that's exactly, right. this is the pattern of Sound of Silence. Yeah. Oh, and then. Sound of Well, I feel like every time someone does a cover, the complaint that I hear from, I guess, maybe more Darren and, and Rob is that they didn't make it their own. So these guys are covering it, but it sounds like what they usually sound like. Yeah, I don't like what they sound like. <laughs> That's a different story. Damned it's a different if you criticism. Do, if you don't. I mean, listen, I... The, it's, I, I give them credit for but why are you covering a song that's been covered nine trillion times too yeah write a new Christmas song exactly hmm. now yeah if it sounded like every other silent night I would deduct even more points from it I feel like so that's a valid point but you know eh, I don't need another Christmas oh, fucking, there's enough Christmas songs I feel like yeah, I could have used a little bit more silence <laughs> Just well, my take. one out of five ain't bad. <laughs> Not silent enough nights. I didn't realize you were a big Christmas music fan, Noah. Well, I, I don't know if I'm a big Christmas music as much as I'm a fan of Matt Barlow and John Schaefer and a fan of Christmas, like as its own thing. Right. So what's your favorite, favorite Christmas record? Tester. Uh, the one that Mariah Carey did. Okay. I'm assuming it's like Mariah Carey's Christmas. <laughs> yes. I'm sure she named it after herself. <laughs> Typical Mariah. Yeah, you know Mariah, you guys. She's wild, but we love her. She's wild. 
Should have named uh, it Chris Holmes Christmas. My, my favorite Christmas album is a Christmas gift for you from Phil Spector. Phil, it's the greatest one ever. It's the greatest Absolutely. one ever. Absolutely. And the, the, way I got, alone. the way I got into it is from that SNL sketch, Christmas Time oh. for the Jews, because I, I <laughs> love it so much. And then I saw that they were like, oh, this is the style that they're parodying. Like, if, cause I was like, I, like, not only is this hilarious, like, I'm genuinely into the music here. Like, yeah. I want more music like this. So then I found that Christmas album and it is so happy and joyful. You really have to be the most miserable fuck to not find some semblance of joy in listening to that album. Yeah, like Phil uh, Spector. Like Phil yeah, Spector. I was just going to say, was this recorded before or after he murdered a woman? <laughs> Well, yeah, before the point, one we just, knew about. Yeah, he was only pulling guns at, on people at this point. He <laughs> yes, wasn't pulling yeah. the trigger yet. It's like Chris Holmes had uh, to work up to it. Yeah. Uh, but also, Darlene Love, uh, in general, is a fantastic vocalist. Yep. Killer. And, like, and uh, I've, I've started following her as well, and, and she's really, really good. And she always would go on Letterman and do Christmas songs as well, and just her voice still holds up. And I think the Wrecking Crew was on that record, right? All the... Um... The musicians. Who's the Wrecking Crew? Oh, those are the people that came in and destroyed Sid and Rob's apartment after they. <laughs> it was ir- irreparable with all the trash that was in there. <laughs> it was leveled. <laughs> Elf has. I heard Corona came from uh, Robinson's old apartment. Yeah. That's where it started. It's just <laughs> in our couch. They had a bat in there. <laughs> Someone bought yeah. it for food. <laughs> <laughs> He definitely uh, ordered some questionable takeout at times, for sure. It's not the best. I also love ever. the. I, I also love that you guys review food that is only in your area, which I think helps all your listeners. <laughs> like when you mention, you know, we're on this time in London, this time in Sydney. Let's talk about um, some some food that you can get down the street from me. Two pizzas, of course. Those well, people must be very excited. Well, you laugh, but we have had fans reach out to us that have said we we are visiting New York and we are going to be sure to visit all of these places that we talk about. So eat your words, Greg. Well, maybe I'll visit you. We can eat some food. Yeah, yeah, uh, in like two years or whatever. When this whole yeah, thing, exactly. <laughs> this whole thing dies down. Yeah, that's right. I'm allowed to drive. When I'm allowed to drive four and a half hours to see you guys while you're drinking beer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the whole way. <laughs> Yelling at judges. Yeah, when the cop pulls you over, just say, the devil, baby, do it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow, we've really had like a lot of people say this to us lately. It's not an, ex- <laughs> it's not an excuse. We have to arrest you, sir. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. Rob, you sing on every episode, and I love that. Do you, wait, when are you going to come out with a single? I'm too self-conscious to uh, sing <laughs> in, a, in a non-comedic way. Well, you put, put out, out a song. comedy record. Maybe uh, would you be in my band, Greg? Of course, I'm in every band ever. Of course I'd be in your band. I'd probably get Mike to join too. Yeah, I was going to say, might as well get Mike as well. And then yeah. just have Mike replace Rob so that you don't have to have Rob in your band. Well, Mike's exactly. a good vocalist. Yeah. yeah. Mike can actually do stuff. We form the band together, and about an hour into it, we'll be like, Rob, I don't think it's working out. And then we'll take all the ideas and name, and we'll just yeah. keep going with it. The devil made me fire Rob. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. It's going to be good. So good. 
I'm not laughing at how like funny this idea is. I'm just laughing at how hurt Rob would be at the end. <laughs> so I'm driving my car and I'm smoking my bomb. <laughs> I love that you say, not only you say that the idea that we're coming up with is not funny, but you only think it's funny because it's going to hurt one of your friends. <laughs> yeah. That shit you were saying as a joke, really stupid. Like, that's, not, but... that's not funny, but at least he'd be sad. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, that's our Noah. Uh, she's the best. She's the best. She, she really hates on her friend. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> she's a misanthropist. Oh, yeah. <sighs> the devil made her do it. <laughs> oh, boy. I was speaking of vocalist and to bring it back to me. Um, yes. That's important. We have a special guest appearance on the Sexless Marriage record, and it's kind of almost a little bit of a reunion. Yes, I saw that uh, on Instagram. I was going to bring it up when I followed Sexless Marriage. Guy Kazuik oh, is thank on the you. album. Guy K. Are you kidding me? Unbelievable. What a guy. How'd, you get, guy. how'd you get that guy? It took a lot. We had to get in touch with his manager and his publicist, but he finally got back and he made some time for us. And, uh, well, the truth is he wasn't doing anything. So we drove down from New Hampshire and hung out at the studio and we made him sing. <laughs> it's it pretty much all times. <laughs> it's exactly it. I think I texted him a week before and like, Hey, what are you doing next week? He's like, well, I got these days off. I was like, do you want to come down and sing on this record? Yeah, cool. it will be cool. <laughs> and then nice. it was. Can't believe he did that for you. I know we've we uh, we haven't spoke uh, in about ten years, um, <laughs> and just out of the blue, I text him. <laughs> <laughs> oh now, boy, that's not true. I saw. <laughs> I think I saw somebody else on your Instagram page. Was it Candace from Wells? Oh yeah, Candace. Candace was there. Yeah. Candace actually lives. <laughs> This is uh, funny, probably only to me. I love when people go, this is funny. And then they tell you a story that's horrible and just <laughs> definitely not funny. Uh, she actually lives about two minutes away from me in my town here. And every uh, other Wednesday, uh, see, this is what I do when COVID's around. We watch Twin Peaks. And then on the following Wednesdays, I go hang out with Mike and watch um, old Wasp videos. <laughs> Nice. So that's those are my those are my Wednesdays. I don't know what you guys are doing on Wednesdays, but feel free to we're join. Re we're recovering from all this humor on the live cast on yeah. Tuesdays. I could see that. I could see that. We're usually apologizing to these guys on Wednesdays. Yeah, we're apologizing to artists. Like we're gonna have to send this whole thing to Chris Holmes tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think in general we're pro Chris Holmes. I love this. Yeah. Uh, for sure. I actually. I mean, I, I wanted People to play are... some of his other stuff too. You know, like we're so into it. Let's like really dive into Chris Holmes. Oh, Is I think he we should. Cameo? <laughs> he, should, oh, he should, right? Good. He should. He would probably. Happy so birthday, happy. Larry! <laughs> I would pay for that, even if he calls me oh, yeah. Larry. Even he only says Larry. <laughs> That's a catch. <laughs> <laughs> So here's one from 2015, Born, Work, Die. Oh, which, I love this one. Which is, <laughs> is he just yeah. like, is this video shot at an auto parts store? What's happening? Oh, it is. Watch. It's great. <laughs> oh, my God, it is. 
This is a continuation of the other song. Oh, oh yeah. How many bills do I gotta pay? <laughs> I gotta pay. He's like using the same cadence as like the don't worry, be happy. <laughs> it's like the same kind of delivery. I was about to say this is like a um, Ray Stevens song, you know, one yeah. of those country like comedy songs. Yeah. Oh, my wife don't left me. You know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> earnest yes yeah also though i love like the level of charisma here like the enthusiasm on a scale of one to ten is that like a two right now <laughs> like, <laughs> like this was the best take like he's you don't want to see gets, him at a ten yeah he only gets at a ten when he's singing about drunk driving <laughs> yeah. yeah there's no pantomiming of the drinking here yeah. it's weird <laughs> What? Fuck, work, die? Is that what he's saying? Born, work, die. I like it better in my way. Yeah. He looks like homeless Dave Mustaine. (laughs) (laughs) Whose idea do you think it was for all of them to just have no, just a leather vest with nothing underneath? Whose idea was so good. Are we seeing this bassist? He's stealing the show for me right now. That bassist looks like like Paul Bellini playing a metal. Uh, <laughs> he looks like Joey DeMeo from Manowar. <laughs> oh, Joey Extra Mayo. Good. I want to see him at the beach. <laughs> I think we did in some of that stock footage from before. Yeah. Oh, it's true. He's a beach bum. <laughs> I like to drink and weld. <laughs> <laughs> but this this video, I want to say, this one, Let It Roar, is the all-time. Like, this is what got, like, I did a minute, like a second-by-second breakdown of how great this video was. <laughs> let it roar. Let it roar. Is this all Gilligan's Island? What, what <laughs> it's all it's in France. It's all, it's all footage of his life, you know. Three hour tour. <laughs> <laughs> I like a three hour tour. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got us stranded on an island. Oh, yeah. You can barely walk, too. You can barely talk. <laughs> <laughs> but he could iron. definitely shock. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you better be getting ready. He's <laughs> just in his office having an espresso. I freaking love it. Victorian chairs. And the breadsticks. I love the breadsticks. <laughs> He's got a 
Isn't that like a Nazi Iron Cross that he has on his jacket there? I love that he's lip syncing with breadsticks in his mouth. It's not a, it's, it's a dog. The Iron Cross is like advertising Airbnb. What is this? <laughs> Hey, Chris, I scream again. Chris can, Chris, can you put the breadsticks down while we do this? No, fuck you! All right. <laughs> yeah, fuck off. Love that he's not plugged in. No way. Another middle I like, finger. I like that they rented that. It's either a coffee house or a club that fits like 20 people. Just playing. I love he's playing outside of banana stand. Yeah. Or an ice cream stand. No, an ice cream. I love it. The stand from Arrested Development. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, two bit whore. Yeah, two bit whore. That's the lyrics he's known for right there. Mm -hmm. But again, like the songwriting here. Fuck with it. <laughs> oh, dude, it's awesome. He's a lyric. He needs, like, uh, you know, Bernie Taupin. <laughs> he needs to collaborate with somebody. Bernie Taupin. <laughs> He's not doing anything now. No way. And then the solo. He's got to have the solos. I love that. Yeah. I, I don't like that the message on the back of his guitar is incorrect. It says, what I'm an animal. <laughs> I'm an animal. Come on, man. Come on, Chris. I always use the wrong your. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> See? I'm an oh, animal. I love it. It's like that uh, R.L. Uh, Burnside record, um, Hot Ass Pocket Full of Whiskey. <laughs> it just reminds me of uh, Melania Trump, Be Best. <laughs> like, uh, that's what I always think of. <laughs> that was Chris Holmes' uh, slogan first, by the way. <laughs> I got to say, there are no rock bands anymore, and there's definitely not anyone just admitting to drinking and driving and not giving a shit. This guy freaking rules. What happened to danger in rock? Yeah. I know, man. What happened to drunk driving, having Nazi memorabilia, giving yeah. people the finger, welding? So he, uh, bands used to write songs about dating 17-year-olds and stuff. I'm sure Chris Holmes has one of those, right? Oh, he's got to have one just ready to go. <laughs> he wouldn't seem to be the type to shy away from horrible shit like that. No, no. He's going to let you know what's up. He what don't give that? a fuck what no! you say. Oh. <laughs> I missed my cue, my cue there. I was doing a different part of the song. Wait, My fault. Just, I didn't know she was underage. <laughs> <laughs> Not that it mattered. Yeah. Just kidding, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take this as me apologizing for horrible behavior. <laughs> I'm just documenting it. Oh, so I, yeah. I asked if she had a younger sister. Oh. <laughs> She's all right, let's stop. Let's See, stop before we get too far. So we can pull They both the ignored me. Uh, <laughs> they kept walking past my car. Oh, yeah. So I'm offering them ice cream. Oh, no. That's why he's got ice cream all the time. <laughs> I got to lure them to my van somehow. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, uh, this is fun, guys. This it very just fun. feels good to laugh, you know. Twenty twenty. It feels good to laugh. You're welcome. About underage girls, guys. It just feels good to laugh. <laughs> it's appropriate stuff. I love it. To laugh too. It's fine. <laughs> uh, uh, Darren, I think you mentioned Search Tonkin earlier. That reminded me that you were on an Ozfest once with System of a Down headlining, I believe. And uh, I remember even at the time, you guys joking about what a mistake it was for you guys to be on there. <laughs> Uh, and I want to explain why it's because these bands on the second stage, you have to pay a promotional fee to be on the tour. Like you pay for them to promote you being on Ozfest. And it's like, uh, it was like 40 grand or whatever. And that money comes out of your pocket. Like literally your band would have to earn that 40 grand or whatever it is back for the label before you would see any royalties. I'm assuming you've never yes. seen any red cord royalties. I'll tell you this. We do get once a quarter, uh, the royalty statement and, um, uh, there's a big uh, minus in front of what we've made. And honestly, I don't think they're ever going to uh, pay Sharon Orsmore the money that she's owed. <laughs> yeah, I remember getting I remember getting the call. Um, and believe me, as a kid, I loved going to, to Oz Fests and festivals. And it was cool because you were there for the day. And you, when you're on... Ozfest, you're at an Ozfest for two months. So it's a little bit different. But I remember a guy was so psyched when he got the news, he called us all up. He called me up and he's like, What does it feel like to be a band on Ozfest? And I was just like, I think this is a bad idea. And he was like, Really bummed out because <laughs> huh. he was giving us, you know, great news. But, but you know, needless to say, we, we were on that tour with a lot of uh, really good friends and it was a ton of fun to hang out on. And, you know, we we are ourselves so you know we'd get in trouble every now and again uh some bands don't joke or can't joke and we do constantly so we we had some run-ins with people but other than that it was smooth sailing um i think uh and a lot of those it's funny because what we all started worrying some of the people in the band that were excited about going on the tour a couple of us were getting the very worried because I was picking like planning outfits to wear on stage. I came up with the idea of we should all go out as the David Draymond's <laughs> and where we all get like snake bite piercings. <laughs> and we just, for our whatever 20 minute set or whatever, we just walk around the stage, no instruments and just go, I'm David Draymond. I'm David Draymond <laughs> and see how long it would take to get kicked off. Um, <laughs> but we did none of that. <laughs> Oh. So Disturb was also on this. I forgot about that. They were the co-headliners. Yes, they were. They were. They were the co-headliners. And it was, I'm not going to lie, it was fun watching them because they, the way he speaks to an audience is unbelievable. It's, I mean, he says the same thing every single night. Do you remember any of it? The city. Uh, my favorite was, let me see your motherfucking fists in the air. And then everyone would go ape shit. Like to oh. me going, going into the, the tour with disturbed specifically, I was just like, I don't want to fucking tour with those guys, that band, shh, whatever they suck. Right. And then I have to say, because I'm a huge asshole, um, <laughs> their bass player uh, was sponsored by the same uh, company that I was. 
and the the person like the public relations person would call me and be like oh you get to hang out with john i was like yeah i don't give a shit who cares that dude's undisturbed and so i got on this i got i think i got married i think i got married uh no i definitely got married and the guy i was on my honeymoon when the guys had to drive to california to start Ozfest. so i flew and met up with them later on was that that tour i don't know either way but we were eating at catering and fucking don't you know john from disturbed here i am thinking fuck those guys he comes over to me and was like hey you're greg right the nicest sweetest guy in the world and that's that is the moment where i was like dude i have to actually stop being a prick we're all no matter what you play and what you do and how you're perceived you we're all doing the same thing people just like his band so i shouldn't be upset the only difference between he and uh, him and me is that they like him, you know. <laughs> but we like and I, you, and I want to keep it that way. So, but so no, he was great. Um, one thing David Draymond said that I thought was the funniest thing ever, and I th- like he has this in his back pocket, ready to go at all times. He had a dog on tour with him, huge, fluffy dog, white dog. It was beautiful, and he'd walk around with it. And uh, I think he almost waited until someone said something. And this young lady came up and was like, oh, my gosh, your dog is beautiful. Uh, and he just goes, yeah, she's down with the thickness. Oh. To 100% incredible. Incredible. Oh. Oh. I loved Chris, it. Chris Holmes level lyrics there. Dude, it was inc- – I loved I have, it. It's disturbing. Oh, see? Mm-hmm. Thank you. That was good. <laughs> I love so – Sorry, guys. Oh, just to be so aware of, of who you are and how you're perceived to drop that. I mean, maybe he was actually being serious, but I just think that got me. So I couldn't wait to tell everyone, like, oh, my God, guys, did you hear what David Dramat said? But again, it's like I go, uh, not to be a disturbed um, defender or anything, but to go and watch them and to be a guy who's like, fucking, that's not rock and roll. I know what rock and roll is. And to see all these people, like, every night, a shit ton of people saw, like connect with that. I was like, okay, that this is this, something is going on here. It's not something that connects with me, but they're doing something for these people, you know. Yeah. They got to be doing something right for. Her. Yeah, maybe maybe not for music, but for these people, yeah. you know. Here's the lineup that year. So 2006, Ozzy headlining, but for some reason I I feel like he skipped out on a few shows. He only played. A he few was years. not. Yep, yeah, and then he would headline the second stage. Sometimes it was really weird. Mm-hmm. System of a Down, Disturbed, Avenged Sevenfold. How was that? <laughs> I remember there was a lot of goofing around about Avenged Sevenfold. Yeah, we. Yep, there was. <laughs> <laughs> I remember particularly they would cover Pantera and like I was hanging out uh, uh, with the second stage bands and like everyone was mocking their like stage moves and their all. They, they, yeah, they were. Um, I think we just came from different schools. I think a lot of the bands from the second stage uh, came from different schools and then you had like those bands that came from our kind of you know mindset on the main stage and i think there might have been something with that too like you had hate breed on that main stage right right so eventually i felt hate breed lacuna coil dragon force black label society i I guess black label society was headlining the second stage and then it was atreyu unearthed Bleeding Through, Norma Jean, Walls of Jericho, Red Cord, Life Once Lost, Strapping Young Lad, which I believe this was their final tour. All That Remains. Yeah. 
full blown chaos between the buried and me and bad acid trip. Yeah. Pretty cool. Idea. I gotta say, I loved the second stage. And then I would uh would all go watch, you know, Hate Breed and half the other guys on the main stage, but they were they were dudes. I, I remember the bass player from System would come over and watch second stage. Like every now and again, you'd see a main stage come over and hang out in second stage. I always thought that was cool because they didn't need to really. Um, but OzFest kind of had, they would definitely make sure that you knew you were in the second stage and the main stage people were kind of like taken care of. And Hatebreed was a band that I remember, I think there was a rule where they said that they didn't want second stage people coming over to the main stage to watch. And Hatebreed was like, no, that's not how that works. So we would go over and, and watch at least them before we got kicked out. So it was fun. I feel I felt like they Hatebreed was had the, the mindset of a second stage band, but they were on the main stage, so they had pull and uh, yeah, they were incredible. It was that's great. interesting. You're like a second class citizen at your place of work for the yeah. year. <laughs> like you can't go here. It's like it was uh, it was it was weird, um, but. But in the end, we had a ton of fun. It was like, it was more like a summer camp when you're hanging out with all your friends. Uh, I mean, we knew a lot of the bands going into it and any band that we didn't know, we kind of made friends with. Uh, and I mean, you know, half those bands, you know, they're all clowns. And so to hang out yeah. with all those clowns for two months was, was awesome. Yeah. Some of the funniest footage uh, in metal injection history was at, at, at that Ozfest. We shot something with you guys in between the buried and me there. So yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> oh man, what I think did they just release? Uh, uh, I forget what record was out when they when we did that tour with them. But it was Let's either see. was it Alaska? Either way, watching them every night was insane. Mm -hmm. The Anatomy of was the album that they. Oh well, no, that was their oh, best the, stuff. That's the it's the covers record. Al Alaska, Alaska was two thousand. Alaska, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What a what a friggin' record. And then right. full blown, full blown are always incredible. Well, you know who else is incredible? You, Greg. Oh, come on, guys. Get out of town. Thank you so much for hanging out with us here. Oh, it's but of course. It's been so wonderful to hang out with you. Sexless Marriage is the band. Sexlessmarriage.bandcamp.com. Are there any other acts you think the live cast community, our live cast stars, as we refer to them, uh, do you think that they should be listening to? Chris Holmes? Um, well, I will say if they're a fan of my other band, uh, three-fourths of the red cord is in Umbra Vitae. So yes. you can go get that on uh, deathwishrecords.com. Excellent. Um, and Thank you. I appreciate that. It was a lot of fun to do. Um, and uh, Sexless Marriage has cassettes. We're actually the digital... And uh, I think everything now is under um, Knighted Throne, which is Mike McKenzie's record label. And you can get that through uh, Death Wish as well. So if you want a cassette for some reason of Sexless Marriage, um, it's an 11-minute record. So I don't think it'll take up much of your day. You can go to Death Wish and find it there as well. There you go. If you have 11 minutes, you got time to listen to a whole record from Sexless Marriage. Yeah. Is it all on one side of the cassette or did he flip it for tradition's sake? Uh, it is. The, <laughs> I'm glad you asked that. The full record is on each side. <laughs> oh. Oh, how convenient. Yeah. Oh. So you don't have to rewind it. Just flip it. <laughs> awesome.
Awesome. We made it easier for you. The reason we made the song short is we want uh, convenience for the listener. You know, I think a lot of people, uh, they don't have any more commutes to work because of COVID. They're in their house. So we want to make you, I want to get you at least three songs by the time you get up, go to the bathroom and come back. You can listen to three songs. Then you're back to work. Get up, grab a snack. There's another three songs and you're almost done with the record at that point. I think more bands should focus more on like convenience and accessibility the way you do. Yeah. yeah I'm, awesome. I'm done with writing songs for myself. I want it to be for the community of music listeners. And I think this is just a, a good way to get to the point and have people enjoy themselves for exactly 11 minutes. <laughs> then back to misery and suffering. Yes. <laughs> Listen to some of this uplifting music and then go back to your shitty yeah. life. Yes, exactly. It's very, yes, it's very uplifting. I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> My pleasure. I'm a good hype man. Yeah, this rules. Uh, but thank you guys very much. Uh, you guys have always been very supportive of every stupid thing I've done. And um, there's plenty more where that came from. So hopefully we'll talk soon. Awesome. You're welcome back on the show anytime. You're, you're a terrific fifth mic. You contributed so much. And, and we'd love to have you back whenever you're available. All right. Well, I'm, I'm available, guys. So... Please, please have me back on. I got, no, I got nothing, I got nothing right. going on. All right, we, oh, yeah. Yeah. we definitely will. Oh, yeah. Thank you guys so much. All right, have a good one, Greg. Greg. That was Gregor, Gregory Weeks. Bless his heart. And uh, as we wind down. Are we not going to play the voicemail? We're, we are going to play. I was, okay. about, I was getting to it. I wanted to say, I wanted to get to the fan portion of the show. Yeah. And. And I wanted to uh, invite our fans, now that we're almost at our 600th episode, I want to mention again, in three weeks, we're going to have open Zoom. Zoom is an application. You can download it for your phone or your computer. And Zoom bomb us. You just need a microphone or a webcam. We want you live on our show that two, in three weeks, December 29th, 6 p.m. Eastern. Come bomb our show we want you to be on the show if you're a little shy send us feedback email us hate mail and metalinjection.net pre-record something get creative with it we'd love to see or hear what you have to say no did you want to say something i don't think they even have to have the app on a computer they just press the link that we give them there you go it's easy peasy and uh before we get to the voicemail before we get to our top live cast fans of the week i want to send a big shout out to Rode microphones who were so kind to send us all this incredible gear if you've noticed our show has sounded much better in recent weeks and it's thanks to these wonderful pod mics from road if you yourself are looking to start a podcast we highly recommend these beautiful pod mics once again big thanks to road for hooking that up i do want to say one thing about road if you got a second uh and and it's that we have had people in our chat in our discord talk about i want to do a podcast even some have said that they're like inspired by us that they want to do a podcast which is very touching you will sound so goddamn good if you use a, a road mic these things it's like and we had decent mics before but these, this is just another planet like i listened back to the show it's amazing the quality difference these it sounds are, like we're in the same room it's incredible it's incredible sorry to interrupt you rob but i just feel like not at all very uh, strongly about that well i wanted to play a voicemail so again uh 
you know, you could send us, you know, you got, you had a thought during the week. If you're not listening live Tuesday nights, we're doing the show. You had a thought. You feel like it's too much to express yourself typing it out. Record yourself, record a little voice memo with your phone or your computer mic. Send us the audio file. We'll play it. Here is a voice memo from longtime fan Mel. And we're so happy to hear from you, Mel. And uh, uh, let me play the, the clip right now. Of course, as I'm loading the clip, I'm getting the beach ball. So, so give me a moment. I do want to say, if you want to send us some feedback, you can do so by emailing hate mail at metalinjection.net. All right. It's, it's going. It's going. Maybe. Oh, man. The devil made me do it. Oh, yeah. That's what the, your computer should sing. By The devil made me <laughs> slow down the show. All right. Here it is. All right. I don't hear anything. That must yeah. me. Oh, you don't hear anything? Oh, no. I'm sorry. I forgot. <laughs> I thought I thought you, you were joking. Yeah. Playing a prank on us. I, I keep there's he no way dog f- breathing while we wait. All right, here we go. It's hard for me to tell when I'm <laughs> 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 Oh, he licked the mic. Doggy licked the microphone. <laughs> he left. Oh, here it is. Hey, Livecast. It's Mel from Chicago. Hope you guys are doing well. Um, I just have to say, the last episode of the Livecast had me fucking dying laughing when Noah said, I don't like birds that aren't afraid of me in general. And it just, like, for some reason, I was kind of, like, zoning out. And then I heard that, and I just, like, I could not contain myself. Um, so that definitely needs to be the next live cast shirt. It's got to be a caricature of Noah running away from a giant turkey um, with that <laughs> phrase on it because that was hilarious. Um, I had a question for you guys. Um, I know I miss live shows, uh, especially, well, because I'm a musician for a living, so I'm technically out of work right now, so that shit sucks. But anyway, I miss going to live shows, too. And I'm sure you guys do as well. Um, one of my favorite things to do is go to shows uh, that of musicians that you guys have talked about on the podcast before and troll them in person. Um, so my question for you guys is when they come through Chicago, uh, who would you like me to troll next in person? Because um, I... My favorite thing um, that has come from your show probably is asking Frankie Palmieri if he knew who (laughs) Robert Pasadini was. And not only asking him once, asking him multiple times and watching him get progressively more irritating uh, or irritated. That was, (laughs) well, he was progressively more irritating too. But uh, yeah, (laughs) that was one of my favorite moments of going to a live show. So um, who do you want me to troll next? Because when concerts are a thing again, uh, yeah, I'm definitely getting back to doing that. But hope you guys are well. Hope you had a good Thanksgiving. And uh, I will talk to you guys sometime soon. Bye. Well, Chris, thank you, Mel. Chris Holmes. Chris Holmes. <laughs> Please. Well, that was, was going to be my answer, too, after oh, today's episode. Sorry. I would say uh, David G. Rainman. Megadeth. Megadeth's a good one. 
But that mm-hmm. show's going to be expensive. I feel bad making Mel pay for a Megadeth show. Oh wait, are we sending Mel or are we going to this show? No, Mel's going Mel wants to do it for us. Oh. Yeah, Me- Mel is saying that Mel wants to harass people okay. on our behalf. Maybe, maybe a Cro-Mags show. Oh no, I don't know. <laughs> we don't she's want gonna, she's Mel gonna be to our, get down. Oh. She's gonna be our stuttering John. <laughs> we should write questions for her. Oh my god! But then also, like, the, not all the bands are accessible during their shows to just like go up and pester them. But like, right, right like, at the level booth? band, like, like Immure would be at their merch booth. Megadeth's not going to be at their merch. Yeah, booth. Gonna pay for like an expensive meet and greet for that. We'll have to we get our VIP ticket. <laughs> we'll see what we could pull off, but that would be we'd be Rob kind can of rig, selling rig out some giveaways. <laughs> Maybe um, Matt Barlow and John Schaefer mm. on their. No, uh, we we want to get her to do it though. <laughs> hey, she might like them. It's a long Last shot. Ask it. Uh. Ask if they remember Rob. Oh, bless no. their hearts. <laughs> Anyone at the temple still playing? We can uh, ask them about Rob selling water. Oh my God. You just go to their houses. They're all at home. What about Greg Weeks? Yes. Go to a well, sexist marriage like, concert. I feel like you can't. It's probably very hard to troll Greg Weeks. He would probably troll you back. Yeah, he the, would. Yes, and. Difficulty level. There you go. Oh, okay. Raise the bar. So that's like after a couple of times, like being back at it since there's a bit of a break. Right. Just to, what I really don't want is don't get overzealous and go to one of these Corona shows like Fozzie or something. Because we don't want you sick, Mel. Is Disturbed still based in Illinois? Does uh, no, David I, D. Rainman live there? No, I think he lives uh, in Austin or Phoenix. Because oh. I was going to say, Mel really? could just go to David D. Rainman's house and just pester him there. It doesn't have to be at a show. That's a win-win. <laughs> you don't have to actually go to their show. Oh, my God. I like that. Well, Maybe I didn't he's visiting that. family in Illinois at some point. You just drive over. Just follow him on Instagram. He'll telegraph when he's in town. I'm going to be in Arizona next month. Maybe I'll go on a little uh, Easter egg hunt. David Drainman. Well, you could use your, like, Israeli connection to just crash at his place, probably. Right. right? I mean, you've met him before, too, right? Probably, like, one falafel place in Arizona. (laughs) Just call up up Mossad and see if they could book you and get you in there. (laughs) At the next meeting. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, as we wind down, I do want to give a big shout out to our top live cast fans of the week. Of course, you could be a top live cast fan of the week by uh, donating uh, $10 at our Patreon. It gives you access to all the bonus episodes we talked about earlier in the show. And you get yourself a little shout ski at the end of the show. So here are the people who made me do it. Eric made me do it. Oh, yeah, you guys do the oh yeah. That's what I was planning on. You have to tell me. <laughs> Robba Ganoush, a.k.a. Justin, made me do it. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Benjamin made me do it. Oh, yeah. El Dudo Reno made me do it. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Dan R made me do it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cattle Decap made me do it. Oh, oh yeah. 
yeah. Mindy Mayer's Kippa made me do it. I'm already tired oh, of saying yeah. this. <laughs> Croc Destroyer made me do it. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, Sid's not really doing it. <laughs> the it, devil made me didn't do it. <laughs> isn't I, aren't I, Sam made me do it. Oh, yeah. Croc Destroyer made me. Do- oh, wait, no, I said that. Gender made me do it. Oh, yeah. Shots, 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 and LaCroix and the Crustacean Station, aka Got Sopper, made me do it. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Ash Boss Hillov made me do it. Pronounced it right for once. Dallas Rob of Empiro, Shane and Hugo likes tacos and Lando Danks made me do it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. And that concludes our list. Oh yeah. And we thank you, Chris Holmes. Yeah, the devil made Rob read multiple people at a time instead of one at a time. Oh yeah. I just got tired of the bit. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. And also, We're gonna thank sign you, Greg out. Weeks. Yes, yeah. thank you so much, Greg. And follow our Spotify playlist. Yes. For our uh, weekly picks of songs we're listening to. And next week, it's everyone's going to pick a Chris Holmes song. Oh, no. <laughs> so that's all we're going to be listening to this week. All right. No. We'll see you next week, everybody. Bye. Bye.